Hello again, team. Awareness community, spiritual awakening, integrator, embodiment of worthiness. Here again with me in Corrupted Waters, beautiful house I've recently moved into. And for those watching here, either on social media or on Spotify, on the video app, I'll have to show you a quick talk. A little bit misty over in the, in the distance. There is the ocean there in back. There's a lovely valley that drops below here. We're, we're up quite high. But yeah, it's, it's lovely to be here. Lovely green. And I'm feeling called on the spot, really, to talk about why we need to stop. Need be the word. Need to stop the need. Need to stop believing that our success our worthiness, our deservingness, our ability to receive is in the future, is, is restricted by the past, is something we need to prove our worth. The idea behind this all is that concepts, even ideas, duality is what keeps us in this loop of blocking ourselves from receiving. So it might sound like I'm being beating this drum quite a bit lately and probably connected a fair bit with that different levels of awareness I was talking about in one of the earlier podcast episodes that it, it doesn't make sense all this information this content unless there's a there's been an experience or some space of awareness or a waking experience has happened to shift the perspective from pure three-dimensional good bad right wrong past future reality so there has to be this opening of the heart, so to speak. And I think partly why I'm talking about this tonight is I've started promoting my book, my first book, I'm Michael and Jenny the Heart on Amazon. I've got a countdown deal going where there's a, it's a, at a reduced price for about a week and gradually increases in increments. But what I came to understand with this book, which technically was the longest book for me to create, I, I experienced what became the manuscript of 15 and wrote the first draft of the manuscript in 16 but it wasn't published until end of 19. So it, there was a long period of time in creating this book even though the the experiences of 15 of the, the manuscript the first draft of it was in the start of 16. So why did it take me three years to get something in, on into the world of form? To manifest it. Well, partly connected with that was everything I, I talked about previously. How was I able to embody the state of a, a published author? How could I communicate something that was not necessarily about a conceptual story? It was more of the journey of the heart, hence the title, I am Michael, a journey of the heart. It was a, the content of the narrative where it was more about connecting with the reader's intuitive feeling how they can shift and change or transform reality, live from their dreams by opening up our awareness, which is afforded in nature. So this is kind of the point. We can't understand anything unless we're willing to withdraw our attention back into our dreams, our heart, our awareness. And what is talked about in my book and a lot of others similar to this with Paulo Coelho or the alchemist and, and the pilgrimages, these ability to achieve great changes in our reality, our life, to feel differently, to feel worthy, 
to give up the three-dimensional thinking comes from not only this belief in the future of that world, like that metaphorical quest, I will achieve my goal in the future, or like Frodo, I will get to Mount Doom or to, to Mordor to, to release the egoic ring. It's more of an inward journey. It's a journey in the subconscious mind. And what that journey really is, is a reclamation of the self. That's the, the essence, the I am, the divine, the, the ability to live from our heart, because the heart knows. The heart knows that it's worthy. The heart knows that it's not missing anything. So it's not ever about achieving an external goal, doing anything to be worthy. That's the, the, the somewhat paradoxical Mayan illusion. Maya being the, the, the paradoxical teacher of awakening. That Maya is, this is all an illusion of reality. And so we are seem to be battling Maya until we realize that it's our own battle. It's our own illusion that we're asleep at the wheel. And Maya is ultimately the goddess, the other side of Kali, that's helping us wake up to the, the illusion that we're not worthy and that we can't cre create our reality from the heart. So this is it, isn't it? And I like saying this a lot, the, the great trick, you know. But I mean, because we are the tricksters, aren't we? We are the dreamers that are playing out this dream, the believing reality is hard. Giving away our attention and energy to thoughts, beliefs, stories that keep us in the limited loop of stories. That we are all storytellers, but the stories or the quality of the stories we're telling through ourselves are a lot of them limited by the construct and the conditionality that we've attached to them historically. So this is it. This is the idea of the quest, which is so interesting. Even the quest for worth is ultimately about giving up the need to fight for anyone. Walking away from the battlefield is what is talked about in that Zealand's book, Reality Transurfing. And ultimately, from a heart perspective, giving up the conceptual need to analyse, rationalise, even pursue a self, and forgiving the story. The, the Christ conscious awareness is forgiving the his story or her story, forgiving the identity and ultimately embodying present moment awareness, being. So that's the, that's the trick, that's the, the punchline answer that yes, it's all within us, isn't it? That our ability to live from our heart is within us. The ability to receive all of our dreams is within us. And the biggest story that blocks us from receiving it, because we've had, we have experience of three-dimensional perspective that when we effort, when we, when we, put, when we uh, move towards a goal, and we do, we get a certain response in that doing dimension. That works on the level of mind, so we get evidence. So when we, we think we need to take something from another person, or we need to outdo another, or compete against another, that that is true, you could say, remember on that different levels of awareness, that is a true reflection of the awareness. We are aware that we're better or worse than others on the three-dimensional level, but on the fifth-dimensional level, we're aware that we are one with all others that the divine is in, all, in us and all others, and how we experience reality is ultimately not dependent on how we respond to the other, but how much we bring that energy back in. So that is the quest. The reclamation of the self is how we effectively we bring the attention, what could be described as the energy, back into the self. How we stop giving our, our I guess you could say, our power, our stories, our worthiness, away to the future, the external or the other. And remember, the future is often also a reflection of the past. So hence the need to have res released resentment to embody forgiveness, forgiving ourselves.
So there isn't really much else to say or do, is there? And <laughs> either from that perspective, we're not really ever doing anything. It seems strange, isn't it? Even when we're, we're doing these things, we're, we're kind of going around in circles or cycles or spheres. And this metaphor, the, the, the mirror of reality, the reflection of reality, is ultimately what we're always doing is only connected to what, how we believe ourselves are worthy to receive. And so from that perspective, what I talked about earlier, that when we believe life is hard and difficult, all the doing is really geared around validating that and hence we believe our interactions are difficult we will make life difficult because our subconscious our heart has been squashed and it's more being governed by the mind that is absorbed program that believes reality is difficult is diff you know the the plane will always be delayed that we'll be stuck in traffic that it's hard to receive that uh, that we're not worthy of being listened to observed or felt or held or touched it's it's a metaphor isn't it it's both a metaphor of because it can't be described like what i talked about earlier it's not purely just the idea or concept it's a feeling space so this is why it's so important to move away purely from the mind and that it is around three dimensional because mind has concept do feeling is heart that, that's the essence when we move more towards the heart let our bodies feel rather than blocking ourselves from feeling not no longer absorbing shame programming around the body being able to feel or to express to bring its energy in and not be distracted external thoughts or things that's when the the ability to shift the reality is enabled empowered allowed so that's all i really wanted to to share at the moment in this in this space that Obviously, talking and communicating, reading and writing, and, and, and I've seen this a lot of um, in Amazon. There's a lot of audio books and, and, and various type of books, similar to my type of content around mindset and some conscious reprogramming, and ultimately embodying an identity that isn't seen as a victim, so that the, the reflection in the external no longer reflects that mirror back of, of the victim. But ultimately, more than being attached to what the words are saying and even trying to purely understand it from the mind, there is this importance of recalibrating the heart. And rather than having these shame stories around the heart or someone who's, who's, who's too open-hearted or someone who leads to the heart, this, rather than believing that, that it's actually shameful to be in the heart, the gift of being in the heart is ultimately that it transcends the mind. Bye for now.